society teaches kids and ourselves how to be somebody else. And we reward this behavior, but then we expect our children to grow up authentic. How does a child know how to grow up and be themselves when we admire all these people other than ourselves? Several years back, my daughter called me. I was at my place, and she calls me up, and she says, Hey, Dad, Dad, it was a Monday morning. She goes, Did you watch TV last night? And I'm like, Yeah, I prob probably watched something, yeah. And she's like, did you, did you watch what was going on on TV? And I said, I don't know. Why? And she said, It was the most amazing night. And I said, What was the most amazing night? I'm thinking Sunday night. It happens in February. I'm thinking the Super Bowl? She's like, no, Dad, it was the Oscars. I said, oh, okay. And she says, like, the Oscars were there, and, and everyone was dressed, and everyone had these, these gowns, and, and everyone looked so beautiful. And I thought about it at that time. And I thought about this whole world we live in. And, and I thought about the, the idea of what we're taught as children. Because we look up to these people, right? We look up to them and say like someone like Brad Pitt or George Clooney. And I've been mistaken for both as the Indian version of both. And it's, it's kind of true sometimes. Sometimes it's there. But we look at these people. Obviously, I'm joking. <laughs> that does not happen. It's only a fan. Remember those fantasies on the dream boards? That's one of them. Maybe I have for myself. Maybe that's true for me. But we look at this and we teach children, right? We say, you're so good. We teach people, you're so good. The Oscars come out once a year. And we sit and say, hey, look, you, we're going to pay you twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 or a million dollars to do the movie to be somebody else. And society teaches kids and ourselves how to be somebody else. And we reward this behavior. But then we expect our children to grow up authentic. Hmm. That's interesting. How does that work? How does, how does a child know how to grow up and be themselves when we admire all these people other than ourselves? They don't. They don't. They think that that's what happens. That's what needs to be happened. That's why children grow up with, with role models like athletes and actresses and actors and, and they live and they try to live out these roles in their life and they put them on these boards and these vision boards because we don't feel enough of who we are because we've been taught this at a young age we got to rewire all this we got to we got to get rid of all this because we've learned to think the way everybody else has taught us to think and see like there's lots of books out there how to think like the rich how to think like the wealthy how to think like this how to how to be successful and how to do this here's the thing is that everybody wants to teach you how to think everybody wants to teach you how to think i don't why do you think the way you do Right? Why is it that you are the way that you are? Because if you're unique and you're authentic and you're a unique human being, should you think like everybody else? That sounds stupid. But that's what we're programmed to do. We're programmed to think like everybody else, act like everybody else, become a drone of everybody else. But everyone says, then go be authentic. Be authentic. All over the world are searching for one thing, to know who you are. That's really what we're searching for. 
Plato asked the four questions. Who am I? Why am I here? What am I here to do? And what's my purpose in life? Because I set my life to answer these questions. And how do we do that scientifically? How do we do that again and again and again? Because most people will do programs and they'll go to them and they'll put these things on a, on a wall, on a board, and then sit and say, why is it not happening? And then get angry and frustrated with themselves. And they'll beat themselves up. And those emotions will lead to guilt and shame. And I don't want that for you. Maybe you've gone through a journey in your life where you've struggled, but you're afraid of bringing it up. Because maybe you've gone to therapy. Maybe you've gone to years of therapy, spent 70, 80, 90, 100,000 in therapy. I know people who spent almost a million dollars on therapy and they work with me for 20 minutes and it's gone. I am not here to cure anything. But in case I do this work, when the mind and body balance, the body begins to heal and works correctly, diseases, symptoms do disappear. They do disappear. I've seen it happen at every event at every time where people walk away and their, their lymph energy changes and their, their thymus starts working again and their immune function starts to work again and their, their digestive system works again and their, their heart starts to beat and their resting heart rate goes down and the clarity in their brain and the amyloid plaques in their brain start clearing up and they get greater brain clarity. All of that stuff will happen. If, if, and this is the big if, you do the work with me. If you do this with me, you can do this. I promise you. This is a scientific process that I could take every single person on the planet through. But you've got to do your part to, to help yourself. I will create the environment. I will walk you through. I will facilitate and guide you. You're going to have to take the steps inside of it. Because we've got these things that thinking, thinking really is a skill. Most people don't realize it. Most of us grow up thinking whatever we've thought. But think about it. Like, when do you think about what you think about? Most people never do. Most people never sit and say, what am I thinking about? Why am I thinking about that? And why, why did I think that? If you did, you would be me. And you'd be as neurotic and crazy as I am. I just want you to know that. So if you did, that's where you would be. But most people don't do that. And I had to do it for myself. Because, like, it was, it was a challenge in my life. I had to figure it out. I had to navigate my own life, my own chaos, and... And I had to figure out why was I thinking this way? Because there's two people in the world that matter to me the most and they're my children. But if I didn't take care of myself, I wasn't going to be able to provide and be the best version of myself for them. You know, I think about it and say as a parent, there are, our children are our greatest teachers sometimes. They're our greatest teachers because they allow us to become and know who we are. And it's not about your mindset. Mindset is a habitual pattern that you're constantly living thinking is different most of us are taught to think in this place where we're we're chasing the things we want looking for things outside of us rather than realizing the power that lives within us and we use language like limiting beliefs and self-sabotage as part of our life i am going to tell you right now that there's no such thing as a limiting belief as much as every personal development guru wants to sit and tell you there's no such thing as a limiting belief and there's no such thing as self-sabotage it just doesn't exist because our brain is not built on abundance. Our brain is not built on abundance. Our brain is built on survival. We play in the game of survival through our life. But we want abundance. And we think abundance is happiness. We think abundance is happiness. And the more, the happier we are, the more abundant we are. The psychology of happiness leads to depression. So you tell me, how can you, be, can you ever be abundant? 
100% of the time. You can't. So you'll sit and say, I'm abundant now, but I was abundant earlier, but I'm not anymore. No, because you're defining abundance as when you're feeling good and happy. The universe is abundant. Yes. You and your awareness may not be. There's the difference. Your awareness may not be. The universe is always abundant. But we then say we have these limiting beliefs, we have these self-sabotage in our lives, and then we beat ourselves up, comparing it to the fantasy we painted. We chase success thinking life is supposed to be better than it is. We think life is supposed to be a magical place that, that is about that. And, and I want you to have that life. And I, you can definitely get there. But if you expect it to happen without changing this, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. I would love to say that it's magical. It doesn't. To be a high-performance thinker, what I say is a high-performance thinker, to really rewire who you are and really be clear, we've got we've to stop the delusions and we've got to get real. And we've got we to create what's called a self-calibrated mission. And your mission, which is unique to you, but we sit and say, we, we don't know what that is. Or we try and make it like everybody else's. Right? You have your own neurologic mission. You're going to know exactly what it is you want. You're going to know exactly why is your, your life is the way that it is. And you'll stop the judgment. You'll lose the judgment towards it. Right? So you've got to know where that judgment exists. You've got to know why it exists. Now, I say this because I want you to gather. Like, it's okay to be real. Like, we put on these masks and these personas like, I'm supposed to be this way, I'm supposed to be this way. Let's not do that. Let's take the mask off and let's show up as ourselves. The most common response I get from people is, I just, I'm different. And everybody says, I'm different after your work. I started working with you and you're just different. I'm a different human being. And I don't know if people just come up to you and say, hey, you know what? You, what are you doing? You're different. I don't know what it is you're doing, but you're different. And you say, I don't know. I don't know. Your friends see that. Your kids see that. Your family sees that. So give yourself that permission to be whole, be complete, be authentic. Because I want you to be real with who you are. All human beings across the board, I've realized, wanted this. And if you tell me you want one term, and this term is inner freedom, because that's ultimately what every human being wants. They want the inner freedom to be who they are. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.